people will show you exactly where they're at and exactly what you mean to them and what they mean to you. People are going to show you these things. People are going to, um, you're going to begin to understand where their allegiance actually lies. Um, and that's a scary place to be. When you start to, the, the, the way that I see things and, and, and the gift that I have and what God shows me um, by people's actions and what they say and their energy and their spirit um, isn't it, it's it's still new to me and it is a little bit scary because I you know to get to know somebody I don't need them necessarily to to, to show me or to tell me in one conversation or two conversations or three conversations or four conversations. A lot of times I can see things because I'm studying behavior as a behavioralist. I can see things shifting and energy shifting. And also because I haven't always been like this, but I, I, I'm no longer afraid. You see, I've love has cast out the fear that I have regarding my gift so I don't give a flying fuck about what the next person you know what they think or what they might think or this this and that and yada 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 and then I'm comparing this and I don't do all that the gift is the gift no matter what no matter where I am no matter what I'm doing the gift is there it always has been I just didn't know it I just didn't know it because growing up as a Christian, I only thought was if I was attending this particular church and I would use this particular gift in this church over here. Well, we don't use those gifts over here. So we don't, we don't do this in this church over here. So we don't do this in this church over here. So we don't do this and we do it like this and we do it like that. And we do, 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 do. And I'm like, man, y'all are confusing. <laughs> How about I just do my gift the way God wants me to do my gift? How about that? Right. And that's what I've done. And it took me so long for, for me to get to that point. God has told me, God has told me some things that is crazy. Um, I am the destroyer, right? And that, that sends people that, that it, it irks people. It makes people even in, within my family, it disturbs them. They're like, well, Mark, you can't be the destroyer. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it does when things need to be rebuilt. The way that you were doing it is not the proper way. And by saying the things that are extremely provocative and saying the things that are extremely true and seeing things and then telling that person, hey, your guardedness in this particular area in your life is not working and to be able to say that with conviction and authenticity and to tell people straight up with confidence to say hey look you're guarded and you think it's working for you because you think what you're thinking is this guardedness is protecting me I'm not going to fucking get hurt. You're not going to hurt me because I'm going to be guarded and this, this, and that. And I'll never let you in. But while you're not letting this person in that maybe you should let in, 
you're blocking all sorts of things. You, because you, you don't know your brain doesn't know how to separate all that. You know what I'm saying? You got to learn how to separate that, which is a very challenging thing. I remember when I was working at the jail, and I was a layperson going in. I was a I was under the umbrella of uh, clergy. Um, I wasn't clergy for the jail, but I was under that umbrella. I was the jail coordinator and I was coordinating. Basically, I was the bridge. Okay, so I was a bridge between the inmate and the outside world and different programs and people and their families as well. I would call. They would give me messages. Literally, they would. I would go from cell to cell to cell. This pod, not cell. That's too many. But pod to pod to floor to floor to floor to floor, picking up notes that are on a card. Uh, it's just a little three by four paper thingamajigger that they can write down what they wanted to say with the phone number and the name and stuff. And I would call that person, and whatever was on that piece of paper, I would tell that person. I would talk to them, and 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 so I've had many multiple of of multiples of multiples of conversations with people whom I don't know on behalf of inmates, and so I've had the most interesting conversations. Um, and I would say whatever they said, whatever they were willing to to trust me with, I would I would do it. No matter what, it could be, baby, I love you. Remember that time when we had sex and this, this, and that, and you did this, this, and that. Just, I've had those, I've not many of those conversations, but I've had them. I've had conversations where it's like, I need to call the White House. So I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to call the White House. And it took took days and, and weeks to get through to somebody. And, you know, I would even remember going to my boss, like, I got to really, really call this person? They're like, yeah, you just call everybody. You just do it. And I've done that. And within that setting, within these settings, um, I mean, this is what I had to do. This is what, at that particular time, this is something that I prayed about. I've actually prayed about that, being there and doing that. And being a mentor, being a coach to these guys, and 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 that's what I was doing. And they're kind, they're you know, they're kind of like, you know, who are you? This, this, and that. And so God always seems to put me in positions where I sort of feel like I'm not wanted. Kinda, you know what I mean? Where the oppositions are kind of thick, and I have to really prove myself to be authentic and so within the jail I had to be authentic I had to be real right and this is what the gift was this is the the destroyer I was there to destroy the the normalcy of, of this life because it's much much bigger than, than what we think it holds much more weight you know, some people are just, well, I'm focused on the government and this is how you vote. This is what they teach you in school and you do A, B, C, one, two, three, and this is how it's done. And it's like, there's so much more to that. You know, well, these thousand million people, they tell, they say it, it's like this. You just got to look, you just got to look at, 
the vibe and the energy. God tells me exactly what the creator of this earth. I think he knows what he's doing. So I kind of I kind of listen to him first before I listen to anybody. I don't even listen to my wife over God. God comes first, then my wife. <laughs> if God gets, says this, 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 and that, that's what I do before whatever she has to say, right? But we're, we're in such alignment that it just flows. It just flows from God to me, to her. And sometimes she'll even get it at the same time I'm getting it, right? And I'll talk to her about this, this, and that. And she's like, yeah, yep. That's the direction we're going. Because I, I actually received that already. I'm like, oh, okay. I was just waiting on you to 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 catch up to it, if you will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so the it's gosh. When when you use your gift and you're not afraid to use your gift, things start to 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 shift, man. Things just start to shift. Things start to move. Things start to shake up and you start to open, you start to open up and you start to do things. And so it's, it's even, even with my marriage, with my wife and I, with Tamara and I, we have such an openness about everything that we, everything. We have an openness about money. We have an openness about parenting. We have an openness about our sexuality we have an openness of the direction that we're going into, the businesses that we want to do, the things that we want to obtain, long-term, short-term. Um, we're open about our dreams. And we're learning how to communicate. We're learning how to communicate. And we're learning. And so, men, as you listen to this, um, and ladies, you know, um, You'll know the fruit by these people's actions and their words and their and their behavior. You'll know the fruit. You'll see it. And so the story of me being in the jail, they had to see who I was. So I couldn't be fake. If I was trying to act all hard and this, this, and that, I'm from the streets, that they wouldn't receive that. So I had to literally tell them, I'm actually not from the streets. I, I don't know shit about the streets. I don't know shit about selling drugs. I don't even know what it's like to be in a broken family like like that. I mean, their families are broken, broken. I've never been, you know, I wasn't, nobody ever pimped me out to the streets. Nobody ever did that to me. Nobody ever turned me out. No one ever, I never done, I've never experienced that. I wasn't a boy in school. Uh, I wasn't an adolescent. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't young and I never grew up in a family where my dad forced me to have sex with my siblings. I never had to do that. But that's there. I know people that had to do that. And that messed them up. It messed them up bad. It's crazy what the world is like. It's crazy. It's the, the, the amount of, of men that are in this particular jail that I worked at that have been raped and molested over and over and over and over and over and over is is more than I, I wish to know. 
the amount of people, the amount of men in the gym. There's more men than there are women, um, just because it, that we're not going into that. But it's I had to show them who I was. I had to be authentic. And so there was two times where I gave a speech within the jail. And there was hundreds of men that were there listening. I had to break that speech down. And I remember the first time I I went in there and gave this speech. I was nervous because in my mind, I still wanted them to accept me. But God was like, no, 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 no. You don't you currently don't actually matter right now. You're just a vessel. You're just the person who I'm going to speak through to get to somebody, one person. Whew. And I'm so grateful. I am utterly grateful for that opportunity for those two weekends. There were there were it was like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday or something like that or Saturday, Sunday. There was two we did two events there where it was it was it was it was intense. It was intense where we would go in there at seven o'clock and we would leave at seven o'clock. We'd be in that jail with these guys all day long in their pods. And God used me to, 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 to talk to these men from uh, skinheads to uh, Black Panthers. Um, and, and I say that because... The, the 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 skinhead that I'm talking to the, the the specific skin that I was talking to is it is in Reformation he was he's trying not to be but he's so programmed to immediately hate me they and they didn't know I, I, well they did know dummy they sat me at his table and they didn't do it and and like like oh I want you to sit there because you're black and then this guy's a no it just so happened that everyone just grabbed the table and I was late to the game and I was like well, I'll, I'll sit here. You know, they're like, cool, I want you to sit here. And it, I just, you know, happen to sit by this guy. And at first, his first reaction was, I hate you. I don't want to fucking do this. And because he was who he was, that's what he fucking said. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh, man, people are like, well, Mark, how do you know? People ask me all the time, how do you know this and how do you know that? I just know, man. What the heck, dog? <laughs> it's just—it's just my gift. What the god? You know what I mean? And by the time I finished that day, that first day, that guy apologized to me because he's like, "I was calling you a nigger without actually saying it out loud. I don't want to get in trouble, so I didn't say it out loud." But I don't know what it is about you, bro. Like, I'm trying to fucking hate you. And I just can't. And that was my response. Nothing. I I don't know. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. (laughs) But it was after that talk. After that talk. Another guy came up to me a black guy at this time he goes man you're a square and I never thought I can receive anything from a square but I don't know what it is that you got don't know what that is and I said you know I'm thinking in my head me either 
at that time. I don't know what. Sometimes when I talk, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just being used fully. Because I'm actually scared. Because I'm in a room where if I had to take on somebody in here, they already know how to kill me. They've seen things that I've never, ever seen in my life. Y'all experience things that I've never, ever witnessed in my life. Things that you got to deal with. Huh? Huh? How do you talk to a kid? Huh? How do you talk to a kid where his dad is making him have sex with his sisters and his brothers? Man, come on now, somebody. Huh? How do you how do you talk to someone like that? <laughs> huh? So Yes, I'm the destroyer. I'm the destroyer of my own insecurities. I'm the destroyer of my own walls and nobody can tell me, "Well, well how do you how are you going to be a coach and how are you going to talk to billionaires, huh? They already know." Man, they don't know shit. These rich people don't know not a fucking thing. They just know one thing and how to get whatever that is that they got. They don't know anything. They're dealing with the same bullshit. They're dealing with the same stuff that these people and these inmates are dealing with. A lot of these guys will get tattoos because they've been raped so many times. They've been raped so many times that they'll just get tattoos so people won't mess with them because they think that everybody knows that they've been raped. Come on now. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done playing patty cake. I'm done playing patty cake. And so I take all that and I understand that love casts out fear. You see? It casts out fear. So when they say all we need is love, well, we need to cast out the fear. I'm, it's not a, I'm not saying love as in sex or love that leads to sex. I'm saying love that casts out fear. The fear of being who you're supposed to be. The fear of, well, no, I can't do that because, you know, those pipe dreams, they don't produce any money. I got to actually pay my mortgage. huh? That dream doesn't pay my mortgage, so I'm not doing it. And so we lose that every day. Every day we lose that. Love cast out fear. You're going to get to where you need to get to whether you like it or not. You're chosen. You're chosen. You're chosen by a higher power. And you may never have met this higher power before. That's okay. You're still chosen. <laughs> That's the truth of it. And there's nothing that you can do that will separate you from this love. There's nothing that can happen to you that can separate you. I've been to India before on a mission trip. And I spoke to about, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of of youth 
over the span of 12 days of uh, 12 ish days maybe 10 because we traveled uh take take two days off for travel traveling to india and i'm that speaker who i come into town and they're already thinking like well these people are you know these are americans and these people have much much more than us you know they're more grand than us they don't speak to us well that's not how i do that that's not how I I speak because I want to speak to people that have can connect with me. I, I understand that. And so I remember going to India and it was the first night we did a talk at this this church, a big old church. And you know, we get there early for, for sound check and everything. And so I do the sound check and I am an explorer. Um, I can't just sit. They want us to sit there and, and you know, just wait and, and, and hang out and stuff in the back room. I said, you know what? With all due respect, I need to be with the people. <clears throat> I need to be with the people. So I go out there and I'm playing pool with ping pong and pool and I'm out there hanging out there. And, you know, I'm sitting right with them, you know. So when I get up to speak, I'm sitting in the midst of all of them. I'm not coming from backstage or anything like that. So they're just like, what? So they, when I get to talk, they, there's whatever group of people that was, the five, ten people that was there with me hanging out that I spoke to, they already feel like, hey, I know that guy. Oh, that guy? Oh, that guy is speaking tonight? Oh, shoot. Well, he was just playing pool and ping pong and basketball with us oh that's crazy oh cool oh he stayed afterwards too and i don't say none of this to to i'm just saying that i i am shocked still that i had that opportunity <laughs> what the heck how did in the world did i get there it's because i'm chosen and because i said yes I didn't know what was going I didn't know what the heck. I didn't even know what the heck. I just said yes. Some of y'all need to just say yes. Just say, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yes. 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 I did the same thing with my marriage. I how okay, so raise your hand if you if you know all that you need to know about marriage when you get married raise your hand right now i did not raise my hand and i i highly doubt you raise your hand if you're married if you're listening to this <laughs> i didn't know what what i was doing i didn't really know my wife until maybe gosh nine years after we got married i didn't really know her i didn't even know myself but what I did was I remembered that I loved her and I just stayed there until that love cast out all the fears and all the insecurities. And then we made it happen. We, we made it happen. We made it happen because we do. Our marriage is a role. There's different roles. I play a different part. And my wife, my wife plays a totally different part than me. 
It's not that we can't cross mingle or whatever. It's just that, you know, my wife might say, yo, that's a good idea. And I come along and using my gift and using the situation, it goes, hey, we, we need to, we probably shouldn't be doing this. Oh, who is this person here hanging out? Like, nah, uh-uh, new. Nope. Mm-mm. Because I see things. I'm looking at it from, you know, women are social, so they're like, <laughs> you know, they're little butterflies going all over the place, and they don't always think, you know, about the danger. Vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. If my if my wife says, hey Mark, you know, uh this person is a no-go, then this person is a no-go. <laughs> this person is a no-go. And she, you know, sorta in a way, she has stake in, in the people we bring into our community. And if she approves, then I approve. You know what I mean? So anyway, I, I'm, I'm rambling now. Shoot. <laughs> uh, this has been Trey Show 9 Podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again. I hope you got something from this. Even even if you can kind of go back and you can just pick and choose what you want. Um, but here here's the thing here. Uh, no... And, 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 and listen to people because they'll tell themselves uh, on themselves to you by just what they say. Um, you're chosen, right? And there's a reason why you're chosen because that gift needs to be used and that gift needs to be um, practiced and uh, not buried in the ground. It needs to be uh, used. And I hope all the stories that I've told you can, can, can help you and you can see yourself within me right because you can do it too because you have it inside you to already be that i believe it and so should you peace be the best fuck the rest